0: Hi and welcome to the Horizon Church podcast. Horizon Church is a Christ-centred, Word-based and Spirit-led church. We are so happy to bring this week's message to you and on behalf of our pastors, Brad and Ali Bonhom and the Horizon Church team, we pray it's a blessing to you. I'm gonna preach a message today called, I'm Under Pressure. I'm Under Pressure. I encourage you to take notes. Uh, your iPhone or your notepad, Trust me, has a much better memory than you. Much better. I'm under pressure. If you have your Bibles, turn with me if you can, please, to the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 1. 2 Corinthians chapter 1. We're gonna read from verse 8. I want you to observe the pressure that the Apostle Paul was under. You ready to learn something from God's word today? We're gonna grow under pressure. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 8. For we do not want you, force not bear there by the way, I just made that up, I don't know where it came from. We, <laughs> it sounded good though. <laughs> we do not want you to be unaware. Just, just think about that for a moment. Paul writes to fellow believers and he says to them, I don't want you to be unaware of the pressure that I was under. Just hold on to that for a moment. Brothers and sisters, of the affliction that we experienced, or we experienced in Asia, uh, which is modern day Turkey. Now watch the pressure for we were so utterly, unbearably crushed that we despaired of life itself. How many of you know, that's, that's a lot of pressure. When you write to someone and say, I was unbearably crushed, that's stress right there. <laughs> Verse nine, indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death so that we would rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. He who rescued us, from so deadly a peril will continue to rescue us. On Him we have set our hope that He will rescue us again. Last verse, verse 11, as you also join in helping us by your prayers so that many will give thanks on our behalf for the blessing granted us through the prayers of many. Father, we just thank You for Your Word today. Thank You that You want to speak to us. You want to encourage us, you want to broaden us. Lord, you want to do something fresh in us. You want to bring freedom today. We pray, Lord, for that release of your Spirit, for where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So we receive your Word in the wonderful Name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Pressure. We work under it. Some are driven by it, some take vitamins for it, (laughs) some choose to suppress it, some deny it at times, some even try to escape pressure. The average person today faces a myriad of pressures, looking after infants, training toddlers, raising teenagers, for some it's caring for aging parents. At work, you would have noticed Over the last 10 plus years, things come with so much urgency and demand. Your phone rings, text messages, social media messages, emails pile up. Priorities seem to have to be juggled. Why is it that work days are lengthening? They're now moving into evenings, some weekends. And we all know, of course, that Traffic seems to be getting denser. Truth is, of course, is that not all pressure is bad. Some people operate best under pressure. And in fact, in many circumstances, your ability to operate under pressure in a workplace is seen as an impressive quality. In fact, Psalm chapter 4, verse 1 in the Derby translation, watch this verse says when I call, answer me, O God of my righteousness, in pressure, come on now, in pressure, thou hast enlarged me. But that's not the kind of pressure I wanna preach about today. The kind of pressure that I wanna preach about today is the pressure that the Apostle Paul just spoke about in 2 Corinthians, it's a pressure that's beyond your weight load. A pressure that is crushing you. Of course, now cars, the tyre, you have what's called a PSI, are pounds per square inches. There's a number on there of how much pressure or how much you should inflate your tyre. You go beyond that PSI. Well, the tyre, the shape of the tyre is, will become distorted and possibly lead to a blowout. So many people are carrying pressure. It's distorted you. It's distorted what you believe is normal. And for some, you have been under so much pressure, it's led you to a blowout. And the truth is, it doesn't matter how strong, resourceful, intelligent, capable you are, you will at some point in your life experience pressure that is beyond your capability to bear. Even Jesus Himself in the Garden of Gethsemane, He prayed three times, Father, if possible, please take this cup away from me. Now, you may be very spiritual, but if Jesus couldn't handle the pressure, then I'm sure at some point in your journey, you've been there as well. The past two years, now entering our third year, man, people have been under pressure. For some, it feels like you've been running through quicksand for two years. Lockdowns, mental health, words like isolation, that's not normal for people. Life's rhythmic patterns of school, school holidays, your annual trip to Fiji (laughs) or down south, or interstate, or visiting friends, grandparents, it's all been thrown out. And society, you and I, we have found ourselves under pressure. Not having youth ministry on a weekly basis, our teenagers, mums and dads, have missed out in their formative years, two years of healthy, strong youth ministry. That's not good. Two years, of no youth camp. Man, where you encounter the power of God and the Holy Spirit puts a dream in your heart about your future, pressure. This week in the UK's Telegraph, do you know what was voted the, year, the, the word of the year? Anxiety. Who would have ever thought that the word anxiety would be voted as the word of the year? We have been under pressure. Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 8, in the NIV, Tells the church, we do not want you to be uninformed brothers and sisters about the troubles. He's having a trouble of some sort. Truth is, we actually don't know what that trouble is or was. Uh, There's a number of things you could associate it with, but Paul never revealed what that trouble was. And watch what he says in the NIV. He says, we were under great pressure far beyond our ability to endure. That's a lot of pressure. When you get to a place where you say, the pressure I am under is far beyond my ability to endure, that is a lot of pressure. In fact, in the Passion, in verse 8, it actually crafts it incredibly well. It says, we were so overwhelmed, we were about to give up. Just plain English. (laughs) Paul says, we were about to give up. And verse nine of 2 Corinthians chapter one, we read it earlier. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death. Uh, The Greek word that's used there for the word sentence is the word crino, which is a judicial term. Essentially, it means that after all the evidence had been presented and the judge had examined all the facts, the verdict was issued by the court. Paul saying nothing was about to change what he was under. He had received the sentence of death. Excuse me. So how do we respond to pressure? How do we respond in this season? I I mean, I was hoping that all of this stuff that we've been through in the last year or two, like we were saying goodbye in 2021. I mean, New Year's Eve, it was like, break it down. See you later. We are moving forward. Who knows what I'm talking about? But the pressure's still there. Many people aren't in church today because they're having to isolate. Some are unwell. Some are fearful. Uh, Right across the eastern seaboard in Australia, great churches. Uh, You've got a quarter of congregations turning up uh, because of what has transpired. Can God use this? Can God do something in us? how are we to respond as believers? We're to run, hide, grit our teeth, keep punching in the air and trusting that something good will happen and maybe all those things are good. But I want to teach us three things today of how in this pressure cooker season we are to respond. Because one thing I know about you is that once your rhythms are changed, life becomes very difficult. When there's an unpredictability to your system and how your life works, it's very difficult. Difficult to plan holidays, visit loved ones, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But God wants to do something, and we've seen it in the writings of Paul this morning. Number one, it takes A great soul to admit despair. Let's write that down for a moment. It takes a great soul to admit despair. You've been taught, plough through. You've been taught, grit your teeth. You've been taught, overcome, you can do it. But here we see the greatest of saints, the Apostle Paul humbled himself And admitted his despair. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 8. We do not want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, of the affliction we experience. Perhaps this morning, by acknowledging the pressure that you've been under, maybe it's your first step towards real change. Maybe God will use your ability to say, this is the way I'm feeling, as a positive, powerful, and real step towards freedom. Perhaps this pressure, suffering that you've been under, generally human beings uh, respond in in three ways. Uh, Some try to escape it. What pressure? Uh, We'll just... (laughs) You know, fight or flight. Some people love to flight. Others endure it. That is stoic, strong, grit your teeth, push through. And certainly the Bible encourages endurance. And I would encourage you to be a person who endures. However, endurance without, number three, expression, will cause you to become an irritable, (laughs) lack of strength, no joy believer. Because your endurance is great, but it must be coupled with expression. That is, share your heart. Why is it that as believers, we don't like sharing our pain? our suffering, our weaknesses. Uh, Perhaps you may think that your troubles aren't worth sharing. For others, you may think, well, it's not really that bad. I mean, think of what other people are going on or going through around the world. Perhaps you were told as a child not to complain. Think of the starving children, (laughs) even though the food doesn't taste very nice. (laughs) But you need to know, you've been created in the image of God. And when the Scripture speaks about Genesis, in Genesis 1 about being created in the image of God, who is God? He is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That is, He's in a beautiful relationship. You were created for relationship. You were created to share your pain. You were created to pour out your heart. And when you choose to suffer in silence, it is a lonely place. You need to know that your suffering, the pressure, the pain that you have been under, it's worth sharing. It's worth expressing. It's worth pouring out your heart because you are of great worth. And watch this. You deserve to be helped. You deserve to have someone gently place their hand upon your shoulder, bless you, prophesy over you, encourage you, speak the life of God into your spirit. You are worthy of that. You are worthy of being in a life group where people can get around you and help you. Hey, stop suffering in silence. Stop trying to carry the load on your own. It's a lonely place. Your endurance might be brilliant and well done for that. Good on you. But it will lead eventually to a place of loneliness, isolation, and just low energy for you, your family, and your friends. So many one another's in the New Testament, isn't there? Galatians chapter six, verse two. Bear one another's burdens. If you're suffering today, you're under pressure, can we bear the burden with you? Can you be humble enough to say, I need people to help bear the burden with me. It takes a great soul not a weak soul, but a great soul. You getting something out of this this morning? Can we move on to number two? The experience proved to be a blessing to the sufferer. Don't speak about suffering much in church life, do we? (laughs) The experience proved to be a blessing to the sufferer. How many of you know Paul knew what it meant to suffer? Uh, When he was converted, think about the prophecy that was spoken over him. And it said in Acts chapter nine, verse 16, for I will show him how much he must suffer for my sake. (laughs) He wants to get saved and like, I will show you how much you must suffer for my sake. Yes, let's go. (laughs) We know that Paul faced death on a number of occasions. Uh, stoning in Acts chapter 14, so much so that they dragged him out of the city because they thought he was dead. Five times he had 39 lashes, three times beaten with rods, three times shipwrecked, a night and a day he was adrift at sea. He knew what it meant to be hungry, to be thirsty, to be cold. Paul says he was naked, imprisoned. (laughs) I often think, who was Paul's number one traveling companion? It was Luke. You know why? Luke was a doctor. (laughs) Paul was smart. (laughs) Come on, amen. (laughs) Can you suffer like Paul, but still experience glory? Can you hurt, but still be happy? Can trials be uh, transformed? Into triumphs? Can pain be converted into power? Can suffering and the pressure we are under be turned into a servant instead of a master? Now, the passage we read earlier on, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, Paul, we read, gives a description of the affliction, the suffering, the unbearable load. It's it's an incredible chapter. The reason why it's an incredible chapter is because to actually truly appreciate what Paul actually went through, you need to read the uh, previous verses in the earlier part of the chapter. Now, now don't miss this. If there's something I really want to capture you today, uh, or pardon me, for you to capture today, it's this point I'm about to make about the experience proving to be a blessing to the person that was suffering. Watch 2 Corinthians chapter one, verse three. Look at the earlier part of the chapter. Watch what Paul starts off the chapter speaking about. He says, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. See, he's he's in an atmosphere of praise, amen? Come on, you with me this morning? Don't get too quiet on me the Father of mercies, and we love this, and God of all comfort. Watch the value. Watch the revelation that Paul actually had. He declares God to be the God of all comfort. Amen. Watch this. Who comforts us in all our tribulation and as a result of the comfort that I experienced in my tribulation, in my suffering that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Paul suffered. He experienced the God of all comfort which allowed him to be a comfort to those who are in trouble that is we cannot lead others where we have not been ourselves god prepares us for what he is preparing us for or preparing for us i should say now stay stay with me watch the order the order of paul's writing in second corinthians chapter 1 I have a question for you, what came first? The value or the suffering? The first thing that Paul wrote about was the value. The suffering came second. In God's hands and for the believer, the value supersedes the suffering. In our own strength, the suffering supersedes the value. Yeah, yeah. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Paul described the value of an experience or the experience of suffering before relating the experience from which the value came. You see, your suffering... Placed in the hands of God, there is a value, there is a revelation that God places in you. And you soon begin to realize that the pressure and the suffering that you have gone through, sown into the hands of Jesus, there is a value that God births in your spirit, which acts as a blessing. To others, Number three, Paul had a deep conviction of the efficacy or the effectiveness of intercessory prayer. A deep conviction. Now watch this. The greatest of saints is not ashamed to ask for prayer. <laughs> and the grateful mind of the apostle recognised in the deliverance, <coughs> excuse me, which had come to him was the answer to the intercession of the Corinthians on his behalf. Your deliverance in your suffering is wrapped up and tied up in the prayers of God's people. But we can choose to do it alone. We can choose to grit our teeth. We can choose to take on a Stoic attitude or we can say, I humble myself. I need prayer. I mean, it's it's three of the greatest words or one of the greatest uh, phrases that a Christian could ever express. Think about it, it's so simple, but so amazing. I need prayer. When was the last time you said that? When was the last time you went to a group of believers, pastor, Christian friends, family, mom, dad? I need prayer. Our deliverance is wrapped up, tied up in the saints of God praying for us. Think about when Lazarus was uh, resurrected from the dead in John chapter 11. Bible says He he came out, you know, bound hand and foot. (laughs) He came out but He was bound. What did Jesus say? Loose Him, let Him go. Christianity is vertical but it is also horizontal. You need the saints of God to be truly free. I need Amen. Two Corinthians chapter one verse eleven. Let's read it in the message. Watch how the message puts it. You and your prayers are part of the rescue operation. Wow! (laughs) I don't want you to be in the dark about it either. How can we help you if you don't bring it into the light? Paul says, I don't want you to be in the dark about what I've gone through. I can see your faces even now. Like he's imagining it. You're like, man, these people, they know how to pray. (laughs) Lift it up in praise for God's deliverance for us. A rescue in which your prayers played such a crucial part. I need prayer. I need someone to stand with me. I need someone to speak an encouraging word into my soul. I need somebody else's faith. My faith is low. Can you just help me with your faith, your strength? Whilst I was sick and our family was unwell and I'll bring the message to a close just in a moment. Uh, One of the things that Pastor Christie arranged for us was, you know, obviously the whole family was unwell. We we were kind of locked down, Uh, was some beautiful people in the church to make meals for us. Night one, Aziza Green, Matt Green, we got chicken soup. Oh, how good is chicken soup? (laughs) And uh, night after night, the beautiful family of Horizon Church blessed us with meals and Pastor Christy and Andrew gave us some chicken curry. Amen. But I gotta let you know something, I struggled. I really struggled because independent Brad, stoic Brad was like, we can sort this out. We'll do a Coles order, Woolies order, (laughs) we'll make it happen, we'll sort it. Now let me tell you something about you. It takes humility in Christ to serve others. Amen, think about this. It takes humility and grace to serve others. But it also takes humility and grace to allow others to serve us. Can you humble yourself? I'm suffering. I need What a message today. (laughs) I know it's not like, you know, the victory crazy message of January, 2022. But folks, we've been under pressure. We're longing for a bit of normality in life. Some of you have not seen family overseas and interstate in such a long time. We need to stand together and pray. Oh, Holy Spirit, we honour You this morning. Jesus, we need You today. We need prayer. Today, maybe you can relate to the message and you've been under pressure. You've really been feeling it. And you're you're at a place where you can humble yourself, say, can someone pray for me? Would you be kind enough just to stand up just right where you are? Those of you who are watching at home, you can respond as well. Watching online saying, I've been under pressure. I need prayer. Why don't you just stand up just right where you are. I wanna pray for you today. Come on, right across the auditorium. People are standing. People are standing. People are standing. If you need prayer, we're gonna pray. We're gonna pray. In Jesus' name. That's it. You stand up, no matter what the situation is. There's nothing too great for God's power, nothing too small for His fatherly care. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to this week's message. For more info about Horizon Church, please visit our website at hz.church. Have a fantastic day, and we hope to see you again soon.